0: Chapter 22 Julia spread out the pages she had torn from the A5 notepad, piecing them together like a bizarre jigsaw puzzle. On one sheet was an image of Paul. Given the fact they had never met, the sketch wasn't far off the mark. I looked down at that face, the one I used to look forward to seeing. Instead of the persona he created of a loyal and loving boyfriend and later fiancé, I saw perverse desires in his eyes and a mouth that existed solely for lies. It was nowhere near the level of obscene Tim had uniquely achieved, but I still berated myself for wasting so much of my life with Paul. So, he's ruled out. He's a perv, but not a murderous one, Julia said. Why does she need to go through this? We already know who the killer is, I demanded. What's she saying, Julia asked, not for the first time, as she saw Steve looking up at me. She said your drawings are amazing. And thanks for helping. Liar, I muttered, walking towards the kitchen area to avoid the urge to prove Julia's fair and wrong by materialising, even without Tim there to make me angry. Because then I would give Steve a good hard kick. Maybe move it along though, I heard him suggest. We both know all of this. What we need to figure out is how to make sure the police get Tim for this. I walked back to the living room area. Shh. Julia held up her hand at Steve while studying the rest of the notes and sketches. This is my process. I didn't live this like you two did. I stood watching over her shoulder as she picked up the paper which she had written on. More victims the first time around, the chance to stop them now. Was I killed the first time she came back as a ghost? No, not you. Some other women, but not you, Steve said as he threw me a look. I could tell he blamed me, but it wasn't the time to argue, even if I had a valid argument. So things have changed this time around, and now he's after me, Julia noted. It's my fault, I relented. We didn't go to the bar the first time around. Tim wouldn't have been there anyway. He was only there this time because he was meeting Emma about the ID. Julia opened her mouth to ask, but Steve cut her off. She thinks it's her fault because we did things differently this time. Ah, cause and effect, she exclaimed. Steve nodded. But the way his eyes seemed to search mine for an answer suggested he felt as unsure about her words as I did. Seeing this confusion, she elaborated. It's like a chain of events. Think of them as dominoes all set to go off. If something blocks a the path, they might veer off in a different direction. To a finish the alternative route or stop falling altogether. One thing in the way is all it takes. So we blocked Tim's dominoes by taking the ID and making sure the police got it. Then he'd he be into the bar to threaten Sarah's sister. While that was happening, Sarah steered my dominoes into the bar. Can we drop this domino analogy now? Steve asked. Yes, but you get the point, right? Yes, we both said. Sarah gets it too, he added. I wished I could talk to her directly. Julia said this at the same time as I thought it. I wish I could give this so-called gift to you, but there'd be no return, Steve quipped. That's it, she said. I can't give you the sight or whatever you want to call it. No, she shook her head, but I can still talk to her. Come with me to my flat, I have a Ouija board. Haven't we all heard that pickup line before? I retorted. Steve shook his head at me. Then, uh, "You shouldn't mess around with that kind of thing." I'm going to try contacting her whether you're there or not. So, if you want to protect me from bad spirits or whatever, you should follow me now. Julia got to her feet and looked about as she had put on her long red coat. Sarah, if you want to talk to me, follow me home, and I'll contact you on the Ouija board. She called out. I glanced at Steve before I followed Julia to the door. She's with me, isn't she? She turned back to Steve. He looked at her, then at me, unsure who'd plead with first, judging from the tall expression in his eyes and etched into the creases of his face. Why not? I shrugged. It'd be nice to have a chat with someone else. No offence. Steve relented, grabbed his jacket and followed us out of the house. Only stopping to lock the door after himself. He tried to talk us both down all the way to Julia's home, but we refused to listen. I saw his face reddening and his hands twitching as he became more and more agitated. I'm not doing this to annoy you, I just think it might help for me to talk to Julia. Then talk through me, he replied, looking in her direction, to avoid resembling a crazy person to other drivers and their passengers. I'm sure she picked up on the fact that he wasn't talking to her, but replied on behalf of both of us anyway. It gets like Chinese whispers. Talking direct is better. I'm sure Sarah agrees with me. I'll protect you both from anything bad that comes through, I offered. She says she'll protect us from anything else that comes through, but she won't be able to see it. Ghosts can't see other ghosts, he insisted. I've done this before, Julie admitted. I understand what the do if a spirit lingers or seems maleficent. Steve realised he was beside himself to helping her set up the board in her attic flat after we arrived there. I walked around her attic flat, visually examining everything to make up for the fact that I couldn't touch any of it. Everything looked antique, from the furniture to the ornaments spread across the top of the mantelpiece. I assumed the local furniture or home department store didn't sell them, an antique store might. Where did she get all this stuff? I asked Steve I'm not asking her that, he stated his eyes wandering to the ornaments lingering on a woman with a baby in her arms What's she asking? Julia wanted to know She's only going on about the decor like she's writing for a home furnishing magazine in the afterlife or something he said rolling his eyes I wish I could materialise and shove that mother and baby where the sun doesn't shine I retorted Now she's in me It's quite common, though, for ghosts to become angry, and a gust of wind cut him off, blowing the stack of papers off the desk. Julia leapt to her feet, a first creased in fear or confusion, maybe both. I lifted my hands, despite knowing Julia couldn't see me. That wasn't me, I swear. There's another spirit here. This is why I didn't want to do this Ouija board crap. We haven't started yet, and they already recognised me as someone with a sight. "'The board just makes them stronger,' he protested. His hands covered his ears and he scrunched his eyes shut. "'Steve,' Julia said, a voice softer than when she first insisted on using the board. She looked in my direction and shook her head. "'Steve,' I said, stepping forward and trying to take his hands in mine. Of course my hands slipped through like they were made of air.' It might be better if they were, at least there is useful. I felt anything but useful at that moment, unable to help Steve in the midst of his turmoil. He battled his demons, more accurately his ghost, trying to keep it at bay. I tried to imagine what he or she might be saying to him. Did they need help too? I almost felt like I did when I was alive and something would make me shiver for no reason. It was magnified by at least a thousand. My hands rested on Steve's, pulling them away from his eyes. His eyes opened and did his mouth. He stared like that, lost for words. I looked down at my hands, but they weren't mine. The fingernails were painted blue, like Julia's. Oh God, I muttered, taking a step back. My hands no longer connected to Steve's. I saw Julia study my place. She shuddered a little, but continued to stare at Steve. He was the first to pull his hands away. ''What did you do?'' he demanded. ''I didn't mean to,'' I said. He continued to glare as if I had sprouted horns and revealed myself to be the Antichrist. I doubt he could have hurt me any more if I was alive and he punched me full force in the face. ''It's okay,'' Julia tried to reassure him. ''No, it's not. She possessed you. Do you understand who does that? Maleficent spirits, that's who.'' "'Well, I'm sure she didn't mean to,' Julia said. "'I had to stifle a laugh. "'It was the same tone of voice my mum used when I was a child "'and I did something naughty, like taking another child's biscuit. "'It seemed like the wrong tone to be using "'when a ghost had possessed you just a minute earlier, "'accidentally or otherwise. "'Do you even grasp what happened?' Steve demanded. "'I was me, but I was her too. "'She cares for you a lot, but she thinks she might be happy with me. "'She's conflicted about it, though.' It felt kind of amazing. Not the conflicted part, but the part I could almost talk to her. Steve looked at her, his mind obviously processing everything she said. You're crazy, he exclaimed. Sarah doesn't feel that way about me, and you should feel freaked out by having your body invaded. Not be proclaiming how sudden amazing it is. You don't get it, Julia replied, her voice much calmer than his. She didn't mean me any harm. The fact that you're so easily possessed proved that you shouldn't be around me. I'm a ghost magnet, Steve decided. For most people, the spirit works its way through their dreams and their life, watching unseen. It learns your weaknesses over time. You were taken over just like that. He clapped his hands together. Are you saying I shouldn't help Sarah, or that you shouldn't? I don't know. Both, Steve picked up his coat and left. I could have followed him, I might have if Julia had that whispered those seven words. I still want to help you, Sarah. Perhaps it was the way Steve stormed out, causing me to doubt his inclination to carry on helping me. But maybe I was intrigued by Julia and how she might help. Particularly as she had a cousin working for the police. I walked towards the Ouija board and concentrated on the pointer, although I felt sure he had a better name which I was unaware of. Julia caught sight of the board as I moved the pointer. I focused on guiding it towards the letters. H. I. She grinned. Hi, is that you, Sarah? Yes, that was easier, as the word was written on the top left of the board. How can I help you to get Tim arrested, she asked. Something easier would have been nice. I didn't know how to do that. Perhaps Steve might have been the better option after all. I looked at the door as I considered leaving, even though I could walk through the wall if I chose to. The fall to the ground outside wouldn't kill me, but if I struggled to ground myself, I might fall endlessly. I. D. O. N. T. K. N. O. W. Just the act of typing out a few short words made me want to upturn the board. Talking would be so much faster if Julia could hear me. I've got an idea, she announced, not about t- getting intimidated, at least not yet, but how we could talk to each other. When you possessed me, I felt and thought what you felt and thought. Maybe, she began, sure that she wasn't suggesting what it sounded like.